on Jazz FM. This is the Business Breakfast with Oanda. Online trading, currency data, money transfers. Jeff Halley from Oanda in Singapore is joining me. Good afternoon. Uh, markets appear to have found a little bit of their footing, do you think, this morning? Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Uh, we saw a positive session in Wall Street overnight led by tech yet again as uh, the uh, investors dipped their toes in the water after a pretty tough week last week. Uh, Asia's been a bit more sanguine about it, but we saw a procession of very positive uh, Chinese economic data this morning, and that has lifted sentiment in Asia, and, uh, and equities here are mostly in the green. Let's talk a little, if we can, about that sort of data dump that we had, or rather you had in your morning this morning. What, what, what was it like? Yeah, I mean, it was actually uh, better than uh, I had expected and certainly what the market had expected. Industrial production rose above expectations, as did uh, retail sales, while unemployment actually fell by more than expected. And this confirms, a, a, well, a fairly constant procession of Chinese data that we've seen over the last two months that's outperformed and uh, emphasises again that China is well uh, on the way to uh, recovering and, and that will be positive, I feel, for uh, most of uh, the Asian region and also even, for Australian markets. Even though cons- consumer demand looks pretty cautious from my reading of the numbers this morning. Yeah, certainly, but uh, it's come from a negative number. It was minus 1.1% last month, but it rose 0.5% this month when it was expected to be flat. So definitely the domestic sector is more cautious, but there are now quite strong positive signs there as well. Okay, Um, let's just, if we can, talk about Japan's new prime minister. Um, We're hoping for business as usual, presumably, from uh, Yoshihida Suga. Yes, uh, they're coining it Suganomics as opposed to Abenomics now. Uh, There won't be uh, very much change in it. He said that he's going to stand uh, to support the economy should it uh, slow down again. And I would expect that uh, it will be business as usual there, and certainly the markets reflect that. The next uh, big uh, hurdle will be uh, when they call an election, and that could be as early as October. Really? I was thinking next year, so you're you're definitely thinking it's going to be sooner than that, are you? Is that to get a mandate going, as it were? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, He wasn't elected as Prime Minister, and the government there will certainly want to get a mandate from the people. I do believe the timing will be affected by uh, the uh, trajectory of COVID-19 in Japan, but they'll certainly want to get it out of the way as soon as possible. And assuming that COVID-19 remains uh, under control there, um, I expect it will happen either in late October or during November. Our interest in the UK, of course, is because of the recent trade deal, which uh, has been, uh, h- how do they put it, signed in principle, I think is the phrase, uh, which is still, we, we, ha- we still have to go through the detail and presumably nothing happens until that goes through the Japanese parliament, which if there is an election coming up in October, I'm just guessing out loud that that process of trade might well get be a bit delayed well i i think the uh the, the ldp which dominates the parliament will uh it, it will rubber stamp uh, the decision of mr abe right. and mr suga in this respect so i expect that will uh remain on track the the, the there's not too many controversial uh, parts of it from japan's point of view uh, there probably is more on the british side at this stage so uh, i don't think we have to be too concerned on that front 
Speaking of the UK, how have the ructions over the internal internal markets bill gone down where you are? Any notice about that? Well, it was an odd night with that. Uh, Sterling rallied reasonably strongly uh, overnight after senior Conservatives uh, protested about this bill, but it has passed, as you said, its initial readings in, in Parliament. Uh, I don't think the market's pricing in the risk to this one. Uh, this is going to be very bad news for Britain if they uh, unilaterally change an agreement that has been signed by two parties. And uh, I suspect that uh, Sterling's rally will, will run out of steam and that we're going to see more p- uh, pressure on the pound in particular over the coming days on this. So, so this this is at the moment then just just I say just, but it is a, a sort of currency play rather than anything to hit the equity markets because long term, if there's no deal, I mean that will have a significant um, impact one way or the other, depending on the companies, of course, uh, as, as far as equities are concerned, presumably. Yeah, but I, I think uh, when you look at the when you look at the currency markets, uh, they they actually almost priced out any Brexit risk at all, uh, either from a trade agreement with the EU or what we're seeing now with this uh, this this law that they're trying to pass. Uh, the market is having to very rapidly reprice what we would used to call a very hard Brexit. Uh, and so I think uh, the rally yesterday was more hope rather than reality, and we're going to see it run out of steam. I do believe that there is significant downside risk for the sterling uh, over this uh, whole process. Let's look ahead to uh, tomorrow, if we may, because this is something that the markets will be interested in, won't it, whether it be currencies or equities. And that's, of course, the FO, the minutes of the FOMC meeting and the meeting itself and any indications of what the Fed's going to do. I suppose one of the interesting things is their um, inflation targeting mechanism now, which has changed. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, the, the basic gist of it is they're prepared to let inflation overshoot in order to maintain uh, growth within the economy. That in the past they've been guilty of raising interest rates as soon as it's approached that two percent number. And I think this is a good thing that they're having a, a more flexible attitude to it. Mm. It's certainly going to be the main event of the of the week. I would expect them also to reiterate whatever it takes and lower for longer on rates as well. I'm expecting them to be very dovish and that should be positive for equities and uh, perhaps a slight negative for the dollar once they come out with their decision tomorrow evening. Do, do you feel, finally, Jeff, that that sort of helping hand from the, the Fed has been echoed around the world as far as central banks? In other words, have they set the pace for what central banks ought to be doing? Or do you feel that central banks have been doing quite well unilaterally? I think it's more of the latter. Uh, they're doing what they can within the capacities of what they can achieve. And uh, particularly, I'm thinking of emerging markets. They generally have less room to move, mostly because their currencies tend to be directly or indirectly, uh, indirectly pegged to the US dollar. But I think that mantra of lower for longer is going to be here for at least two more years. And we can expect this easy money uh, to flow through into higher asset right. prices uh, in 2021. Jeff Halley, Senior Market Analyst at Under Asia Pacific. Thank you very much indeed. The Business Breakfast on Jazz FM with Oanda. Online trading, currency data, money transfers. Oh.